to this week's episode of the Ultimate Deck Podcast. There was an awkward silence for about 20 seconds there as I tried to think of what I was going to say to open this one up. But it was busy in the store today and I got nothing. My brain was fried and I just sat here until I had nothing and I went with the old safe way of doing things. I can open this the same way I always open this. Always. Here so Shane Chapman here, your host of this Ultimate Deck Podcast, back with Wade Laurent again. Today we're, uh, you know what? You know what? It's spring. It's nice out. Let's crack a cold one. And let's do this podcast today. We'll treat this podcast as if we were sitting on a deck. It's a little casual. So everybody knows that actually is beer. I didn't yeah. open a Coke. <laughs> yeah, a cola. And I guess I didn't have to say that we weren't sitting on a deck. They knew none the wiser. Right. Could have been sitting on a deck. Yeah. Anyway, we uh, we bring a lot of value to this podcast week over week. We do a little research. We try to teach people a little bit uh, about um, things that they can use in their daily lives. And we decided today is not going to be that at all. <laughs> We're going to talk about ourselves. Mailed it in. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit busy today. Didn't prepare. It was actually a pretty busy week. Like the whole week was uh, spring is up. Spring has sprung. Yeah. Here we are. That's our words, right? So we figured today we would just go through a little bit of our own background. People maybe or maybe aren't wondering about who these guys are that started this deck podcast and they're listening to all the time. Maybe they want to know a little bit of background. I'm guessing a lot of our audience probably knows us from different shows or whatever. They know a little bit about us, but some might not. Yeah. So why don't we go through how we got started in this world, how we ended up with this deck retail store and this podcast and everything else. Yeah, like I think the story of of the store is fairly well known. Like I think everybody who listens to the podcast or watch the shows, I feel like they understand how the store happened, right? They probably don't know the Shane Chapman. Yeah. Right? Or when I legally changed my name to the <laughs> Shane Chapman. <laughs> Bold move, right? Yeah. To it's one thing to do it on Instagram. Yeah. You gotta follow it up with the like the you know the third person yourself license. right on the right on the yeah. on the web. Yeah. So anyway, Wade. Okay. Oh you're thirty-eight years old. Going on fifty. Going on fifty. Yeah. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background? How did you end up at the deck store? Yeah, so it was a cold winter day, February 19th. The Oilers were in their heyday, winning cups like everybody mm, wins I see cups. I going with this, right? yep. And I was born. Yep. Um, so yeah, I was a, I'm a February baby. I was born in Calgary, Alberta. We were there for a couple years. My parents, uh, my mom is an RN, my dad is a contractor, carpenter. Registered nurse, for those that might not use that term. <clears throat> right. Elsewhere, maybe, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that, is that, I don't know, it's an international thing. Sure. RN. Yep. So, uh, dad was a contractor. He started into construction at the age of 16. He left Saskatchewan, moved to Alberta. Uh, wait, he did that when he was 18. Left Saskatchewan, moved to Alberta, and started in construction. And so they were out there, had me. The oil industry died off in the 80s, big crash, and they moved back to Saskatchewan. Mom got a job. Thankfully, that'll never happen again. Yeah, that's unlikely that you'll ever see oil crash, <laughs> right? <laughs> so Somewhere in Alberta right now, there's another Wade being born. Yeah, exactly. Just cycling yeah. Through Two years old on his way back to Saskatchewan. So, uh, so they moved back to Saskatchewan. I grew up in a small town of 200 people. I was there until I was uh, 13 years old. My dad was, again, and continued on with carpentry, building cabinets and stuff. So I always joke that at the ripe old age of five years old, I was sanding cabinets. I remember doing that in dad's shop. He used to do like, so that was in the eighties when everything was oak, right? It was oak everything. And I was always responsible for sanding the 
sanding sealer off of oak. So you'd spray it with a sanding sealer. It'd have to be sanded, you know, not perfectly, but a little bit. And then they would apply the lacquer. I was never able to be around when we did the lacquer. Probably because there wasn't a mask small enough for me. Like, not that everybody practiced safety in the 80s. Yeah, did they care about that back then? <laughs> yeah, but, but I know that dad had one, so. Um, this lacquer will seal your lungs so that cigarette smoke doesn't harm them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's, right? Isn't that the truth? Just darts out the back, so. Um, yeah, so did that. I was in, in Frobisher. A lot of fun there. I was a kid. Had a dirt bike, I remember. I used to crash dirt bikes all the time. Played hockey. That's where I learned to play hockey. And small town of 200 people was amazing because uh, we had keys to the rink. So I was on the ice lots as a kid. I, like I used to just go skating all the time. 13 moved to a town of Arcola, 500 people there. So that was huge. I doubled. Big move. Big move. Doubled the size of the town. Yeah. Uh, moving at the age of 13 is awkward, right? That was like, it took me a few years to like get friends because you didn't, nobody knew you right and you move in in that like teenage years and everybody already has their friends and so it's a little bit harder yeah you move in and your voice is like hey everybody <laughs> yeah my yeah. name's Wade yeah and you're like acne on everything <laughs> yeah right popping rods and sweatpants and it's just <laughs> like yeah it's the worst time to move for sure so um yeah, it ended up being Arcola was, is still home. My parents are still there. They own a lumber yard. Uh, when I graduated high school, I could not wait to leave Arcola. And I for sure was not going to be in construction. There was absolutely no way that I was going to be a carpenter. I hated the hours that dad had to put in. I thought that, you know, people not paying bills was not ideal. It seemed like it was always a grind, right? Went to university, didn't know what I was going to do, but I knew it wasn't carpentry. Like I knew it wasn't construction. Uh, got a degree in psychology. And then I followed, uh, I followed the bride, the wife, the partner, JJ, to Brandon, Manitoba. She went there to work for CBC. I went there because she was there. I got a job with the health authority in Manitoba, working with people who had schizophrenia or Asperger's or, you know, different mental disorders. They were, it was an assisted living program that was going on. So they had jobs, but I would meet them in the morning, make sure they took their medications, etc. The morning shift was from 7 a.m. till 10 a.m. to make sure that they got out and took off, did their thing. And then the evening shift was three in the afternoon till 10 p.m. And so you'd come back in the evenings, take them grocery shopping, etc. I did that for one year. I had a guy come out of a rocking chair and try to stab me with a knife because uh, he thought that uh, his dad was Jesus. That was the reason behind him trying to stab me. I took the knife away from him and then received some disciplinary action from my boss because what I was supposed to do was leave the building. And I was just like, my argument was there was two other guys in the building. I didn't think that I should leave and leave him there armed. And she said that, that was the role. Protocol is save yourself and get out. And so, so that didn't work out. I then went into construction because I <laughs> thought I was like, well, at least construction is something I know. I understand it. Maybe I don't love it, but. And if um, some guy comes after me with an Ulfa, I will lay him out and it'll be okay. <laughs> and it'll be good, right? Your foreman will be like, good job, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, work construction there. So I started out framing with those guys and I framed houses for a little bit. I was not, I wasn't the lead guy, right? I was just a helper, but I learned some tricks and stuff to, you know, help carry me on through life. Um, 
framing was good, then it turned into winter and it was cold. I was starting to freeze my hands. I, every time the boss showed up, I was standing beside the air compressor with my hands in front of the air compressor trying to like warm them up. And so he said he was gonna lay me off. I suggested he didn't lay me off, move me inside to doing trim work. I could probably do it. I was like, I can probably hang doors and do casing, like put me in there. And so they moved me in to trim work. I did one house. He came in, did the inspection. He said that my pocket door wasn't very good. And I said, well, that's the very first one I've ever hung. And he was like, you've never even attempted, never even attempted. That's the first one I've ever seen or anything. He was like, well, we can work with this. And so he taught me how to hang a pocket door. Did that for four years, moved back to Regina, installed kitchens, installed interior handrails, and then went for dinner with Shane Chavez. <laughs> What a segue. <laughs> that was it, right? Good. So, yeah. Funny, we have very different is. paths on the way here, but we ended up in the same spot. Yeah. So, I'll give a little background on my story, I guess, now, and then I'll include some of where we met along the way. You went back deep. Like, you went a long ways. I didn't know you were going to go back that far. So I also was bored in the alien. The me about my age, alien. so I wanted to make sure that yeah. everybody knew that I was, like, I'm not senile. I still remember everything. Yeah. So <laughs> I joke about his age, but yet, like, we're the same age. We're a month apart. Yeah. Uh, I'm older. That's I'm probably why younger. everybody calls me dad. Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple good dad stories. Anyway, I was born in Regina, Saskatchewan for about... Uh, four or five years it didn't take that long for me to be born i was just like <laughs> yeah i was labor born. was a doozy yeah. right? my mom barely made it alive in that one <laughs> uh born in regina stayed here for about four or five years moved to us like regina for reference of people who haven't been there before it's a town back then it would have been probably about 180 190,000 people so a small city uh moved to a town called weyburn for a couple of years a year or two did my kindergarten there town of that what time. was your kindergarten teacher's name Oh man, I don't remember. Really? Nope. Oh man. Well, I remember some of my teachers, but that one I don't for some reason. <gasps> no, I remember the school name, not the teacher. I was gonna say Mrs. Hegg, but it was Hegg School. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't have that. Okay. It's gone. So I spent kindergarten there, then we moved to Estevan, similar size city, both about 10,000 people at the time. I went to school in Estevan from grade one through grade 10. Uh, my dad transferred, he worked for SaskTel, which is the provincial kind of cell phone, phone, well back then just phone company, not a cell phone company. Yeah, yeah no cell phones. Uh, communications company. He took a transfer to Carlisle, Saskatchewan, which is five minutes down the road from Arcola, but his family grew up in Arcola. Um, they still live there, my grandparents, my aunts and uncles. My mom was from Carlisle area, so it was natural to move back there. Uh, and people are probably starting to put things together. Oh, Wade and Shane met in Arcola. So we moved to Arcola, that town of 500 people in grade 10. No, sorry, he started grade 11 mm -hmm. and uh, two years. And then we, I say we as in Wade and I moved to Regina for university and kind of got, we didn't really hang out in high school much. It was kind of no. like I moved to, again, it's a little bit awkward, maybe not as awkward as 13 years old, but at 17, I had like a pretty established set of friends in Estevan. So I was like for a while going back to Estevan on the weekends because my mom yeah, was still working right. there. You were, yeah. It was like, she'd get up at five in the morning. I'd get up with her and I'd go to Estevan for the weekends. And yeah. uh, I think I, I had a, a girlfriend there or something for a little bit so that was part of the reason why I was going there but then my best friends were there from like grade one till grade ten I had best friends in SN so I kept going back hanging out with them yeah um, so got through high school we both moved back to Regina for to go to university here and kind of got partnered together with there was a mutual a friend, third that put us friend together right? yeah, mutual friend who like 
got a place and was like, hey, I need some roommates for university. The three of us ended up in there, added a fourth guy later. And then university was just a bunch of like moving around. We lived together a couple times, bounced around a little yeah, bit. Sometimes we chose to move. Sometimes we got moved. Sometimes, <laughs> right? we got sometimes evicted involuntarily once. movement. That's the worst. I hate getting evicted. Speaking of the 80s, that wasn't in the 80s. These speakers were from the 80s though. Those wall, sh <laughs> those wall shaker speakers we had uh, that those got us in trouble a couple then. times. Those were big speakers. So the eviction anyway. notice comes, the buddy of ours, a mutual friend of ours who put us together in that house, used to take the fuses out of his speakers and he'd go home on the weekends because he was like, I'm going home and I'm taking the fuses with me because I don't want you guys to get us kicked out. And I was like, yeah, fine. And so he would leave. And that weekend we decided we were having a party. So we rolled up some yeah, tin just foil. that weekend though. Yeah, we never partied. We had exams <laughs> the other times, right? Right. Rolled up some tin foil and put it in there for a fuse. And... Uh, Works better yeah, we than got it should. Yeah, we got evicted. Yeah. That was, uh, the cops showed up. Boy, it was bad news. Yeah. So actually, I wasn't going to go here, but this kind of is a good segue. And I don't <laughs> think you remember this part of this story very well, but we got evicted out of that place. And I believe that was like, we had to be out of that place by the end of March. March 31st, I think, is we, we had to move out. So it was like, it wasn't super warm out. Um, but thankfully, my mom was moving to Regina on April, I think she took possession on April 1st, 1st or April 2nd. Yeah, we spent the night in a vehicle. We, had, we like loaded our entire house <laughs> worth of belongings into your truck, I think it was, yeah, right? Yeah, because I had a truck at that time. And went and stayed one night at a buddy's place with all of our belongings in this truck. And we're like, well, we have to stay here because until tomorrow when my mom moves to town, we got nowhere to go. We have nowhere to live. Yeah. Mom moves to town. We move into her basement suite. Yep. And we live there for a bit. Uh, but somewhere along the line, I tell this story all the time. I probably told it in the in the podcast uh, with the chat with the high schooler a couple of weeks ago. My mom needed to replace her deck. This was the early beginnings of how I got into decking anyway. And um, she bought this house, needed like a new deck. It was rotting. She got some quotes and it was like, my mom was like single and like divorced only a couple of years and didn't have a lot of money. And it was like, holy smokes, how am I going to afford this new deck? And I don't remember if you were actually still around to help build it, but you for sure were the guy that was like, we could do this. I inspired the confidence. Yeah. I'm really good at that. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm the confidence Offering builder. and then disappearing. Poof, gone. Yeah. You got so, this, buddy. You got yeah. this. We could do this deck. So then I'm like, yeah, mom, we could do this, do this deck. I did not grow up in carpentry. <laughs> I did not grow up in carpentry at all. Like my dad was super handy, mechanically inclined, like carpentry, everything. Never passed any of that on to me. Nothing. So I was like, sure. Maybe it's Wade like, says we maybe can do it this. skips a generation. Yeah, maybe. Right? It's like you missed it, but then like yeah. Avery will have it or yeah. something. Right? He's already got it. Yeah. So anyways, uh, that deck happened. I don't, like I said, I don't remember where you ended up being. I remember like I, we did the build that deck and I enjoyed that. It was like, it was fun. Took a pile of lumber, turned it into something. That was great. And that was a start, I guess, of me getting into carpentry. And so from that point, that would have been 2001. No, two? I don't oh, know. Oh boy, somewhere around 2000, 2001. And so yeah. that happened. And then from, you know, I probably bought a few tools around that time. I think I bought my first drill. It was a That's Bosch, what happens, little right? Bosch five and a half inch corded drill. That was my first drill. And uh, yeah, started collecting the tools. Um, somewhere along the line, I built a few more things like some fences or some small decks for friends and family. Cause now I would like, I was a pro. I was a pro now cause I built one deck before. Builder, yeah. And I'd like to go back and page. look at that deck that I built 20 years ago, 18 years ago. <laughs> I wonder what that looks like now. We should. Um, 
So anyways, maybe leave a business card there. Yeah, yeah. I could do it it's again. It's probably due, right? It's 17 <laughs> or 18 years old now. Uh, so started collecting these tools from doing these little odd jobs. And then at some point, like fast forward, like quite a bit later, I decided like, hey, I've got all these tools and I've done enough of these now that I've got this figured out. I could start charging for this. I don't have to just be doing this for free for friends and family all the time. And um, but along the way, like I went to school for business administration. I got my business admin marketing degree from the University of Regina, had a kid along the way, like in and out of school for like eight years. I think I don't think yeah, I actually called your doctor in 2008. Right? Yeah. yeah, a doctorate, doctorate in, in university. <laughs> um, General studies. Got out of university and got a job at SaskTel, which following my dad's footsteps, kind of, sort of, not really, just more coincidentally, um, did that gig for a while. Like I was marketing call center stuff right i started in the call center at support that's how what I got a foot awful in the door. place to start yeah boy if you ever hit your your thumb with a hammer and you're like yeah this is terrible it's not that bad <laughs> yeah it's not a call center bad yeah. funny story i don't know if this is my breaking point or not i knew that that call center was always just getting my foot in the door until i got a chance to get into marketing but i had to finish my degree first so i was working on it but I got this call one time, like it was a call center to support people with having internet problems or TV problems, because Sastel had a TV service at that time and all this stuff. And I remember getting this one call. There's probably a ton of stories, but this one, we had a pay-per-view event. It was wrestling. It was like WWF. Might have, been, <laughs> might have even been before it was WWE. I get this call, pay-per-view, cuts out. And so when it cuts out, all of a sudden the call volume spike and you get a lot of angry people phoning you. And uh, this guy calls in, he's like, hey, trying to watch the Super Slam, Summer Slam, Royal Rumble, where the hell it was. <laughs> and the fucking thing just turned off. What is going on? Starts going losing, right? And I'm like, sorry, I, this looks like it's a known issue. Like we're working on it, blah, blah, blah. And he thought that like he, there was no, I, could, I have no answer for him. I can't fix this for him at the, pro, at the time. It's, <laughs> it's just shitty. But he thought, you know what? I'm going to put you on speakerphone with his other eight buddies who were sitting around trying to watch SummerSlam. How many SummerSlam. teeth do you think were in that room? Oh, like, if like you had to 17 count. tops amongst <laughs> the eight of them. So I got to hear it from like the whole room on speakerphone, right? And I just sat back. Probably, I probably put it on mute and just listened. At that point, it probably wasn't even like, it was probably comical at that point. Yeah. Like all I wanted to say was like, what are you doing? You're 30. Stop <laughs> yeah. watching Are you wrestling. in your mom's basement yeah. still? Is that? Yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. worry. This won't affect your mom's bill. Yeah. Anyway, that was the kind of stuff you dealt with all the time. That was not my gig. But I got into marketing. That was my gig. Enjoyed that for five years. I was in SaskTel marketing. Along the way, doing decks on the side, building decks, building everything at the start. Started fresh construction, uh, doing mostly decks and fences, but the odd little interior reno too. Um, but really started to realize that I didn't enjoy the interior stuff. Like I didn't really enjoy going and casing out a house or painting or like any of that stuff wasn't enjoyable to me. And I was like, yeah. what am I doing spending my evenings and weekends doing something I'm not enjoying? What I really enjoy is the decks and fences. So then I decided like, no more of this. I'm only going to do decks and fences now. And then that lasted for a few more months. And I was like, I don't like the fences either. <laughs> fences are a lot of what work. What am I doing? Right? <laughs> yeah. So at least you're outside, but it's like, there's nothing fun or fancy about a fence. So I renamed the company Fresh Decks and decided to focus solely on decks. And uh, still just a side job and started to really take an interest and a passion in it. Started doing the research about like techniques and products that are out in the industry. Found out about this deck expo show. Like really started trying to absorb everything I could about building cooler decks. And um, decided that I should uh, go to one of these deck expo things and see some stuff. And anyways, did all that. Um, 
along the way, I, I think I did a job or two for you even. You had some stuff you subbed out to me. I did a couple mm -hmm. framing, like framed a couple deck jobs for you. Yeah. There was one out at Buffalo Pound, right? Yeah, Buffalo Pound, another one in town. Two or three of them that we did anyway. And um, so along the way, you were always kind of like, leave Sastel. Like, just, why don't you just leave there and come work? And it's like, early. oh boy, I don't know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I got a kid, uh, like, yeah. I need a paycheck. Like, uh, what are we going to do here? I, yeah. Like, you've only given me two jobs in three years, Wade. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> don't know that you're the guy. Yeah. So anyway, um, started finding out these new products. We always say that we started the store because of Cortex plugs. And like, there's more truth to that than people are willing to probably yeah, they believe. Probably believe it now. It's like four years. We said tell that story a ton. Right? So, but the products like that, products that were new, that were really good, that you just couldn't find here. Like nobody was bringing them in. You'd go to your lumber yards and ask for them and nobody wanted to bring them in. And it was just, it was really frustrating when you're trying to do things, take things up a level and nobody's willing to help you out. Yep. And so reference that dinner you mentioned, we go for supper. Yeah. To a great restaurant, by the way. We should go back there. Absolutely. The I Grotto like in Vibank. Vibank. For I our local listeners. You know what we should do? We should get some people, we should get some buddies to come up watch a football game and then take them there. We should 100%. go to the barbecue night there, right? Yeah. Is that what it is? Maybe the other order, so we're not too, like, it's a pretty quiet place. Yeah. Not like when you go with Sean down to Charlotte. Oh, go yeah. to the football game, then go to the fancy restaurant. Do it yeah. the other way around, right? 100%. Go to the restaurant first. So that, that supper happens. It's with me and my wife and you and your wife go for supper. And inevitably, they love this. We start talking shop like, yeah. How's your kitchen's going? Good. How's your decks going? That kind of stuff, right? And it's yeah. like, well, not so good. Like, I'm so frustrated. I can't find any of this crap. I actually hadn't been to Deck Expo yet. I was just about to go to my first one. Because right, it was in October and me. we went for supper at like the start of October. It was like two weeks after that I was going. Yeah. And um, I was like venting to you and be like, boy, I just like, I want these products. Nobody wants to get them. Like, I feel like I should just like start an online store. I could import these things in. I could sell them across Canada. Like, I'm not the only guy. Yeah. And if it's really that hard to get this stuff in here, like if I figured out, people will buy it. You were that close to being Amazon, hey? You should have just, just done about Amazon. You should have done books. Look instead. what you held me back from. Yeah. yeah. Damn. <laughs> so anyways, that conversation kind of ended. And then uh, I believe how it went is that like, I don't know if it was then exactly the food showed up. You remember oh, how yeah. we ate and then we had to actually go for a walk around town after we finished yeah. eating? Because we died, couldn't like, get back in the car. Just to move through the system a little bit. <laughs> it was like, oh, I've never been so full. You know, like that feeling when you eat at a Christmas dinner and you're so full that all you can do is lay on a couch, mm -hmm. right? That's what the grotto was And then was the pumpkin like. pie comes up. Yeah. And you have that. Yeah. And then... But no whipped cream. Well, okay, I'll have the ice cream. Pie. And then two beers after that. <laughs> that's how we felt. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I think it was a couple weeks later. Might have been a week, might have been two weeks. Timing is cloudy at best. But you called me and you're like, hey, and I don't even know why you called me, but you're like, hey, I've been thinking a lot about this whole store idea. You said, maybe we should do that. And it was like, we had been looking for an idea for a while. Like, what are we going to do together? You had mentioned like a restoration company it had been a recent conversation. Yeah. Like, you, we should start like a restoration company. Yeah. Disaster restoration, right? It's yeah. like if a house floods, we should do that. And yeah. then, so that was on the table. But, but then you made like, that phone call and I was like, popped up. Okay, like I was this is right get, up my alley. Yeah, I was looking to get out of construction. Yep. Not like out of construction, but I wanted to be off the tools. I was, I had been lifting table saws in and out of the truck and like I wasn't ready to buy a trailer because I knew that I was playing out. Like I knew I was done with actually building stuff, yep. right? And the other reason I got out was because I hated 
not getting paid. It absolutely drove me up the wall that you would do work for somebody and they would have the money and they would have your time. They would have the material and your time. And then you would ask for that money back, right? And you'd be like, well, now the value of what I've given you is said dollar. And they're like, yeah, it turns out I don't like that miter or the door doesn't look perfect. I wanted it to be perfect. And it's like, well, like your house was built in 1904 out of stone. Like it's not going to be perfect. The thing's on a four degree angle. Yeah. I hung your door so it opens and closes. And they're like, yeah, but I wanted it level. We can't. I'm only paying you 75%. And what do you do? You do nothing. You have, they have the money, like they have the material and the time. And so you're out. You just take what you can take, right? Yeah. So I was done with that. I got stung a couple times and then I was jaded. I was like, Peace. that's it. I want a retail location. I want the terminal at the counter. And it's like, if you don't want to pay for the material, fine. I have the material. And if you want it, you'll pay for it. Yep. So that was, that was my motivation to get out of construction. But I still love construction. I still want to be involved in it. Want to work on it, not in it. I want to be the guy that gives everybody the confidence. You can do this. You yeah, can do this, yeah. right? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, like the Tony Robbins. Yeah, I'm the pump up guy, right? Yeah. I'm, you can do this. Like anybody can do it. Get it started. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> and then they start their project and I don't actually do the work. It's amazing. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's good. So, so that's kind of how that started. You made that phone call and I was like, all right, if we're going to do this, let's do it. Like, and my, I think my feedback was like, you said, I think even at the supper, you were like, why bother with an online store? I didn't like, want to put an actual store. store. Yeah. You should put it over by Leo's. Even back then, you loved Leo's. You wanted to be right. Can you imagine how bad that'd be for you right now if yeah. our store is beside Leo's? Leo's yeah. is a pub in town. Um, anyway. Some of the best poutine. Yeah. It's a good spot. Yeah. So anyways, I was like, oh boy, if we're going to do an actual store, if this isn't going to be just online, we have to carry everything. Like not just the screws and the Cortex and like the fasteners and stuff like that. Like we have to be a lumber yard. And I was like, there's stores like this that do exist. I'm familiar with them. There's some in Ontario, there's some in Alberta, there's some down in the States. Like this format exists. Yep. Um, like we'll have to go all out. We have to be like a one-stop shop for everything for your deck. And so that was the start. We were like, okay, well, let's book the home show and make this happen. So I remember that. I don't know if we want to go through the end. That may be an entire podcast for itself, but like that's the start of how the store happened. We decided at that moment we were going to book the home show and then it, we had We booked it, it under your name. I think there was a lot of confusion behind that because everybody thought that Fresh Decks owned... Yeah, we booked under Fresh Decks because the Ultimate Deck Shop didn't exist yet. It maybe didn't even at the point have a name yet. It probably it wasn't registered. Yet. No, because it didn't get registered until November. Right? So that's how that happened. But And then when we opened the store, I continued to build under Fresh Decks for a little bit because we had no idea if anybody was going to buy anything from us. And I was like, well, I will. I'll for sure buy my materials from my store. Yeah. So we let that happen. Most for of it a while. you did, right? You still, you still <laughs> hit up the box store for yeah. the odd thing. What are you doing? Why are you at Home but... Depot again? I drove, I was driving to work and I saw your truck at Home Depot. <laughs> yeah. Well, we didn't have what I needed. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, that those days are over. Yeah. We got more than what we need now. Yeah. So. But yeah, that's that's kind of the history of Fun Shane story. Reed and how we ended what up there. So now, what do you play for sports? What do I play for sports? Yeah, what's your favorite sport to play? Right oh now? boy, I I was I kind of feel like I was a one sport guy my whole life. It's like I never played more than one at a time. I, like in high school, I was big into basketball. I like loved basketball. Was all into basketball. Like I played hockey when I was younger. Then quit hockey, started playing basketball. Moved to Regina, quit playing basketball. Picked up like touch football. Oh, did yeah. that for a while. Then then like somewhere along the line, went to like. Then I got into like playing a lot of like slow pitch and softball and stuff. And then now I'm playing hockey again after a 20 some year 
retirement. I came out of retirement, bought all new yeah. equipment, and started playing hockey again. And now I don't play football. I don't play basketball. I don't play baseball. You still play dodgeball. Dodgeball is still super fun when that happens. But I've never yeah, played a game of dodgeball. Not since like oh, elementary. You should. School. It's a good one. My shoulder is just not good enough. Yeah, mine neither. But <laughs> it's worth the price of admission. That's for sure. <laughs> so now here we are. Now we've got this store. It's doing well. Um, we've moved locations uh, once to a bigger store. This one feels a little bit more like home. Uh, things are good. We're having a good season so far. Things are great. We started this podcast. We do the, the YouTube show now. And, uh, we did the sort YouTube of. Like, show. We're waiting for some things to materialize here with yeah. our little studio out there to get that done before we start shooting YouTube again. But that's we coming should, pretty soon. We should do that next. And now, um, yeah, we're uh, like I don't know. We're we're little like miniature deck personalities. You know what I want to do though? I've talked to you about this. For the Trexes and the Fibrons and the Timber Texas world that are listening, like you and I need to start getting like bringing this thing live. We need to start taking this show on the road. We need to go to these contractor events where they've got 100 contractors in a room and we need to mm, MC these events. Sure. Like I would love to do that. Go up there, be the MCs. Like you get a couple of guys who, who are completely cool. It's just like shooting the, you know what? Trying Is to be entertaining. Really, you're not allowed to and, this thing? Yeah, I don't know. I was I thought I did once already. I feel like I'm at my quota. Oh right, I got you. So get up there and entertain and be knowledgeable about things at the same time. I'm just like, I think I think we could do that. Yeah. Do you think you'd out knowledge the like most of the people oh, in the room? I don't like know that's if we tricky, wanna, right? I don't know if we wanna like step on those toes quite yet. Yeah, well that's what I mean. It's like you say that we'd be knowledgeable. For sure, we're not afraid to talk in front of people. <laughs> knowledgeable enough, yeah. Yeah, knowledgeable enough, I guess, right? Yeah. So. so, there's my pitch. If anybody out there is interested in having Shane and Wade come up and be your MCs for the Shade. night today, these little events. Who called us that? Who started that? Shade. Yeah. So that was the, we had, global, a, we had a little show on global, global TV. TV in Regina. A little, de- what was it called? What the, what the deck, deck are, are we building? building? I mean, there's a little show and the, and the, the host of the show got our names mixed up sometimes and called us shade one time yeah. like combine our names and we just never let that go stark at all so um yeah so that's our history that's our story that's a little bit about wade and shane personally um yep. if you guys have any other questions about us or anything that's going on we are we did we actually got the one invite from uh decorators wants us to do a podcast live from their booth at deck expo 2019 so right yeah let it start there sure. and uh we're open we're open for gigging. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to start gigging. Yeah. Congratulations to, by the way. I was going to say, like, are we going to We talk should about make this? mention this because I don't know that anybody's super personal to them. I think, I don't think it's a secret. I don't think, hopefully. But our employee. About to be out. Our main man at the store here, our store manager. Proud new daddy. Had a baby last night. Not him, his wife did. But I think he's aware that it happened. I believe he was in the room. The picture I got showed that he was in the room. Found it super awkward that this first thing this morning he's posting asking about what phone he should buy. I'm gonna get a new phone <laughs> for all the pictures I'm gonna take. Uh, What's so got the funny. best camera? Yeah. Most storage, right? Yeah. Anyway, so I think congratulations. Get uh, congratulations to Justin and his family on the new addition to their family. Yeah. Um, he needs to get back in the podcast too, by the way. Justin was, he's been around a couple episodes. We've, he's been not on them for a while. We need to get this damn studio ready to go. Yeah. And then we can all be on it and it'll be great. When are we going to record those things? It's so busy at this. We have to do them in the evenings or something. Yeah. It's tougher to get to these when it's game time. That's for sure. But yeah. anyway, that's a little bit about shade. <laughs> uh, until next time, you guys, take care. Shoot us any messages you might have, questions, feedback, content on our Instagram account at the Ultimate Deck Shop. Yeah. Probably the easiest way to do it. Until next time, keep fit and have fun. 